three intrepid explorers are going around the world in 80 podcasts. They're going to follow in the famous footsteps of Jules Verne's miserable hero, Phileas Fogg, all from the safety of their podcast studio. It's time to discover new places whilst listening to a drawn-out and mostly damning book review. Heck, we're back! Four episodes to end the journey of a lifetime for Phileas Fogg, his entourage, us, and of course the show's enormous fan base. Uh, this week we are in London still, as Phileas has returned too late to win his bet and save his fortune, and seems destined for destitution. Uh, apart from his massive house. Um, we must be experiencing the infamous London drizzle, because I'm soaked in rich company with the likes of London Loz Alright Usler and Nick Hank Marvin Starvin Harris Fry, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Um, but instead of a hunger for blood, he's got a hunger for a big bag of salty crisps and a bargain locksmith. My, my introduction was longer. Yes. <laughs> was it more confusing? More accurate, though. Yeah. 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 Um, how in the in the name of Ronnie and Reggie Cray have you been? Oh, I'm good. It's been a while since we were last all together. It has been a long time. How long does anyone know? No, months. Email in if you do. Um, bit late actually to email, but um, we'll do it anyway. Yeah, do it. I mean, the email account will stay open. We're not going to shut it. We're not spiteful. I was thinking of shutting it. <laughs> you or, are spiteful. Or using it for something else. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why do you email this email? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've got it now. I'm not going to set another one up. <laughs> um, good to be back in London, uh, with, you know where we left it. Um, mm. It's nice to come back to a, somewhere you know. I think we're sticking with London now for the to the bitter end. Yeah, pretty much. And it is a bitter end. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Cruel twist in the next episode. Mm. Not called London. Oh. Not about London. A bit sort of about London. Mm. Well, we'll, we'll come Better back be to about that. London, Loss. Yeah. Um, if it's not, you need to rewrite it. Yes. Yeah. Do some drama when you come to name the episode. Mm. Um, London. I'll uh, I'll throw up some topics. Um, spew up some teasers. Most drunk person you've ever seen in the city? Uh, once when we went to see Brent Life on the Road, mm. uh, we were all meeting Loz, and actually a little bit like today, he was inexplicably like three hours early. Yeah. Loz normally like a couple of minutes late. Well, ten to fifteen, twenty minutes late. Yeah. Uh, so he'd be sitting in the pub just drinking by himself. I went to the film. He was pretty rowdy, having a good sing along to songs he didn't know. <laughs> yes. And he dashed out, uh, ran straight across Upper Street, quite a busy street, smacked someone's car. Uh, uh, the guy got out, screeched a hook, got out, like came up. Lost trying to say it wasn't him, and it was him. <laughs> uh, and then ran off into the night, screeching. Mistaken identity, was it? <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I'd say also that night. <laughs> and it was, was you. We all did that for a nice night at the cinema, and you were yours. Five to six sheets to the wind <laughs> at six o'clock. I always think this time of year is a, is a good time to see a lot of very drunk people. Christmas do's. Mm. I, when I was at um, my last company, the CEO, for some inexplicable reason, was there. He made an appearance. And one of my ex-colleagues who had just joined was very excitable. And um, and he kept saying, "Who's the big cheese? Who's the big cheese?" Didn't wait for an answer. Just ran over and wet willied him. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing I've ever seen. Respect. <laughs> Best thing about the Chris parties is that uh, everyone's getting drunk because they actually want to be there a lot of the time because they don't like the colleagues or they yeah. don't want to be there. So everyone's going, "Well, could go home, wake up and enjoy my weekend, or I could have a terrible night, get very drunk, <laughs> and ruin my weekend with people I'll embarrass myself in front of, and it will annoy me that I've done that." Like, uh, the yeah. that the shame. yeah, a lot of real bitterness. Uh, but it's Christmas and jeopardise the rest of my career yeah, if, you, exactly. if you really go for it. If you wet Willie this year. If you wet Willie this year, it's just not the done thing. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, I was going to tell a story, but it's not a bad story. I don't want to tell it. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Well, we'll tell that as a bonus in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. If you're listening live, you have to get the podcast. Hmm. At a Christmas party, I once kissed a 45 year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have been on a, a good night out with you in London once, Lars. Hey, we had a cracking time. Infernos. We sent Nick uh, some photos, like we were having the best time of out, all so time. I naturally wasn't there, yeah. but uh, it was good to see these two meet up yeah. in, a, in a non-podcast place, because this has worked to us, so yeah. it's nice to even let them hair down. Ben and I's relationship has been quite formal up to now, but, so yeah. that was nice just to get out of the, the podcast environment. That was, in a way, our work, too. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't there, but that would make sense. Mm. Lost did wet Willie then. Yeah, and uh, we haven't spoken since. But no, good to be back. <laughs> uh, shall we have some book club? Yes. Around the world. Book club. A quick recap, perhaps, um, as it's been a while. So Phyllis Fogg, the dullest Londoner of all time, is in search of a personality. And he makes a no-win bet that he can get around the world in 80 days. This is 1872, and it's, it's, it's a bit tougher, so that's a legit bet. Um, and he gambles half his fortune and, and spends the other half doing it. But lots of things go tits up, and he ends up arriving back in London with his clown slash butler and an Indian princess they saved just uh, a few hours late, gutting. So uh, we left it with Fogg chilling in his room, and I don't know if you remember from last time, guys, but uh, Aouda was sitting in her room, um, presumably wondering if Fogg's actually going to take her to Holland, as promised, and Passport <laughs> 2 had just burst into her room and was sitting on the floor staring at her. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a real cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> staring, he didn't know what to do, completely beside himself. So, um... Passport is staring at her for like hours and she's just freaked out. Horrible. No idea what's doing. Eventually Fogg turns up, uh, crashes the party and Passport skulks away. Um, And Fogg, uh, surprisingly, looks expressionless at this point. Um, FYI. Good guy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Grown as a character. Uh, he asks Oda to forgive him for bringing her to England. He's like, yeah, sorry, I thought I'd win that bet so I could give you some money to set yourself up. And she's like, honestly, not a problem. You saved my life, save me from being burned alive. So if anything, I'm sorry because I probably delayed you and cost you uh, all money. It's lots of apologies, and it's very silly apologies, I think. Mm. No need. I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. Did delay him. Yeah. There. Yeah. She stitched him right up. Same time, her Ooh, delays. Save me. If you compare her delays to the amount of delays caused by Passport to and mm. Fix, yes. she's very much, and Fogg himself, she's at the very low end. Yeah. She was the least problematic <laughs> member of their Motley crew. Yeah. Had he gone by himself, 14 days around the world. <laughs> <laughs> he would have used the hot air balloon and just flamed straight around. <laughs> and then he offers her what little he has, which, as I mentioned, is a massive house in London. Mm. So, he offers the whole house. Well, he offers her what little he has, which must be the, that's today's his assets, market. isn't it? So, what, today's markets? lot. You do the math. Is he going to still be there as well? Or uh, that's the trick, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'd offered say... her what little he has, so yes. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. No. He will now move out, give her the house, that's and me. go and live on the street. That's the clincher, isn't it? If he moves out, she'll take it. Take it. I yeah. think it's key to live in like a little bed sit in Balham with Passepartout and I on a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be watching I won't get a second series <laughs> yeah uh, and then Aouda's like okay uh, this is silly and she tries to cheer him up a bit and she goes at least you won't be alone uh, you must have friends and <laughs> goes I have no friends madam <laughs> she goes she doesn't know when to stop and she goes okay well family absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> who do you make a bet with strangers strangers in the club I'm not playing cards <laughs> <laughs> he hates everyone. No one is his friend or family. He's very much a loner. And at this moment, this is the moment she finds out this genuinely bizarre guy has no friends. 
This is the moment she asks him to marry her. <laughs> as if That's that was the missing piece of the puzzle. Well, as any married man here, I can tell you this how it looks. <laughs> Just find someone extremely desperate. Look as pathetic as you can in front of a woman who has no family and is basically yeah. the only person she knows in the, on the, in the hemisphere. <laughs> and uh, offer you your house. Absolutely. Marage. The guilt trip. <laughs> the guilt trip and uh, extreme giveaway. Oh boy, he's also handsome. He's got that. So she yeah. proposes to him. She says, yeah. Uh, will you have me as... Yeah, she proposes. And what's he say? Well, let me tell you. Um, he he says, yeah. And apparently, which is rather nice, there's an unusual gleam in his eye. Oh. That is it. <laughs> oh, well, that's enough, though. Still expression, listen, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Are you genuinely happy? Oh, no, the lights actually reflect this. Quite annoying. Pass the turn the fucking light off. <laughs> Look at it on and off in the background. <laughs> Celebrating. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, fuse, pass my turn. <laughs> so she's got a great proposal story to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was really desperate. He has no friends. <laughs> and then I pop the question. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, was he happy? <laughs> uh, there was a gleam in his eye. He inserts there wasn't. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Funny story. <laughs> he uh, he does tell her he loves her though, actually. Um, yeah, but when she gazes at him, he closes his eyes to prevent her gaze from going any deeper. Nice. <laughs> what? Good way to treat your wife. That's quite enough of that. Yeah. Not the moment, my dear. I think my eyes are gleaming. I must shut them forever. <laughs> Let her know early the amount of emotional investment she's going to go. <laughs> Stop looking at me! <laughs> Um, and then everyone's favourite Jim Passepartout is called to hear the news and oh. his face beamed like the midday sun in a tropical sky ah, now that's more like now that's being. more like yeah. uh, Fogg's not a man to waste time so he insists that Passepartout gives notice to the local reverend the time being 8.05pm for a wedding tomorrow Ooh, why's that relevant I wonder <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well surely at this point Passepartout is thinking my employment is really in danger because Fogg's got no money left He's about to get married. I, I sort of feel like... I, think I can tell you that Passepartout thinks no such thing because <laughs> no thoughts pass his brain. Ah. You think Passepartout thinks like even a second ahead of where he's at. <laughs> That's a very good point. Like, he'll be walking straight into the wall with no thought what's about to happen. Yeah. Just hitting and... Ah! Well, nothing I could have done. I've got... beamed like a midnight yeah. I've got written down here, Passepartout sprints off, tongue out, and wide-eyed. <laughs> he is the embodiment of why the phrase you should live in the moment is nonsense. Yeah. Because you end up with his life. Yeah. Think... <laughs> yeah, have some thought. Those adverts think just picture pass by <laughs> running into, into the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is where we leave it okay. on that on that uh, hanging cliff. So next episode, we've either got a marriage mm. or a lost bet, I guess. Mm. Both. It's not really. It should be both. Because at the moment, we just assume that he's lost the bet. Yeah. yeah there's that's... only two chapters left. He certainly couldn't fill a book's worth of like adventure to two chapters by rushing for it. It's far just going to be a big, depressing wedding. Yeah. Where they won't spend much money because they haven't got any. And he'll shut his eyes during the vows in case mm. he feels too much. Yes. He'll shut his mouth tightly. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Said coldly. <laughs> Great. Local life. Let's do it. To London. <clears throat> yes. Someone chuck me a minstrel. Local life. This week I've been checking out the Enfield Guardian, uh, and they seem to have a few kind of favourite types of story, one of which is food hygiene articles, and there are lots. So I picked two of them, and see if you can spot what I think might be a small inconsistency from Highbury Magistrates Court. 
First article is about an Enfield restaurant where baby rats were found nesting in a wall and cockroaches were lurking around the, the dough mixture. And some quotes in, involve uh, rodents, urine and feces were also left in the food packaging and materials. Insects ran freely, so they shut the premises down, find the owner and the company, in total, just over £7,000. Second mm. one. Grim Bakery uses tennis racket to mash potatoes. A bakery in Edmonton used tennis rackets to mash their potatoes in a disgusting breach of hygiene and was ordered to pay a fine of, remember the last one? £152,823. <laughs> what, I mean, how, what, the tennis racket was presumably just a clean <laughs> tennis racket from Sports Direct? Absolutely brand new tennis racket. <laughs> I if I had to design a mashing device, <laughs> it wouldn't... Yeah. Oh wait, was the tennis racket full of baby mice and yeah, uh, of course, cockroaches? Right. It was made of feces. <laughs> Kept crumbling into oh, the mashed potatoes. Horrible. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm no King Solomon, but... Do they get shut down? Uh, both of them were shut down, yes. Oh. Enfield. A few eateries in Enfield going Just be down. careful there. Yeah. It might just be that um, the newspaper has a real penchant for those kinds of stories, though. Don't buy your potatoes from Andy Murray. Just be careful. <laughs> yes. Mm. Do you reckon people who work at the Enfield Guardian say, where do you work? Oh, Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a journalist for the Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> why, are saying, why are you going up again? <laughs> what? <laughs> work in London for the Guardian. <laughs> Lovely. Lost it that for years. No one's ever questioned me on it. Now he works at the Tower Hammers Independent. So glad they're quite at the bottom of Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Wonderful. Um, like, so, so um, is Enfield in London? Yes. North East. Yep. So, it's it's London News. Yes. It's closer to London than where you live. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Mm. Have you got any other fun facts about London? Yes. Can I hear there are over 12 bridges in London. That's <laughs> true. Of course there is. Yeah, I suppose it must be. Mm. Okay, uh, quiz? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the questions how many bridges there are in London. <laughs> uh, there is a bridge based question, oh. yes. Welcome to College Contest. Um, I should let you know in advance that uh, all of these questions are based on what year three have been doing this term uh, because it meant I could write it really quickly. Perfect. Good lesson plan in here as well, I imagine. I, uh, yeah, it was really, um, it's, it's, I don't know, we'll see how you get on. Um, no embarrassment if you can't get the questions, um, but the year threes could get them. <laughs> um, it's college contest, so it's same rules as university challenge. If you're somehow new to this and have joined at episode 77, why, don't do like, why do we bother? Don't join now, you <laughs> Don't join now. Go back to episode, don't go back to episode one. Start about 30. Yeah. No, go back to one. Fuck it. Don't go back to you one. You only live once. <laughs> Spend it listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, go back. Okay, go back to one. <laughs> um, Nick plays Loz. Uh, Nick won about uh, two years ago, I think. Um, <laughs> so it's a complete dead rubber, but if Loz wins, I think it means he might still be able to level or maybe even beat me. I, I um, mean, if he does win and he does win the next one, someone's going to have to go through and count them all and fuck that. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. So do, um, please, yeah. please do throw this, Loz, if, um, <laughs> if it gets tight. Really okay, <laughs> both in for uh, our first starter. <clears throat> London. Out of Vauxhall Bridge, Westminster Bridge and Waterloo Bridge, which is the most westerly? Oh, it didn't work. It doesn't work. Um, That's a shame. Do you want to... I mean, he did buzz before you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got to have a working buzzer, man. Mm. That's awful. I think it works if I really push hard. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Happy with that, Nick, then? Helpful. <laughs> uh, what, would you read the question again, or what? 
or road rock paper scissors? Do you eat first? I, well, I don't know. I pushed. It looks about even when I looked over. To I actually no idea. Do you want to do rock paper yeah, scissors? Because we'll we don't know, do we? No. I'm just going to push it harder. Okay. Good way. Good way One, to start two, a quiz. Nice. Laws wins. Laws wins. Right. What was the question? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Can't have it again. This is a starter. Was, which was the worst? Which was the most westerly bridge out of the worst, the bridges that you listed? <laughs> Probably Vauxhall. He's got it. Well. <laughs> absolutely legend. Uh, well done, Laws. You get ten points and bonuses. Um, <clears throat> London's Natural History Museum has a heck of an exhibit on earthquakes and volcanoes. These bonuses are on volcanoes. Love geography. Ah, oh, he's been on earthquakes. <laughs> Name one of the towns devastated by the infamous AD 79 Vesuvius eruption. Um, Naples? No. Uh, it was in the Bay of Herculean. Naples, but uh, Herculane and Pompeii. Yes, yes. Nick would have got both. Um, <laughs> number two. What is lava called when, uh, whilst it is subterranean, i.e., before it reaches the surface? Clue is also named the Pokemon. <laughs> 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 what are you doing in it? What are you doing to yourself? Because <laughs> he doesn't care. It's that far ahead. You're all grade A twat sometimes. So, uh, no, what was the question? Oh, like? come on! Oh, no, 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 you want the answer. What? <laughs> you want the answer. Yeah. Do you want the question again? No, but you can no, have bonus. can't have it again. Okay, can you not have clue. bonuses again? No, because the you can answer... have bonuses again, can't you? Well, I've given him a great clue. But if no, you, you want the answer... If you want the answer, then the answer is... Uh, liquid, molten <laughs> lava. No... Magma. 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 It goes from Mag B. Number. It doesn't. <laughs> it does, actually. It doesn't. Magma's it, a, a, a. You know what? In Gen 2, it gets an evolution bit. So it evolves to Mag B? No, no. Mag B, it's pre evolution, arise in Generation 2. It gets a pre evolution? Oh, it happens, mate. Generation 3 just came out, by the way. <clears throat> Nick, you're frozen out of the game. Lars, <laughs> volcanoes are often found at locations in which the crust is thinnest. Below the crust is a layer called the mantle. Then the outer core. Then the inner core. Which of these layers is accurately described? Is most accurately described as liquid? Um, it's the mantle. No, no it would be the outer core. Ah, geography uh, degree. Yeah. <laughs> <Loss>. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Attempted a geography degree. Uh, Lars back to his old bonus tricks. Super course, starter, yeah. but never been never been a bonusman. Hot starter. Yes. Uh, so ten nil. Uh, Nick, you are back in the game. Question two. <clears throat> Name one of the top five most expensive bars to buy property in... Lars. Uh, Kensington Chelsea. Kensington Chelsea is number one. Well played. Um, according sense. to City AM in 2016. <laughs> Could also have had City of Westminster, Camden, Hammersmith and Fulham and Richmond. Okay. Um, your bonus is Lars. London's British Museum's Department of Britain, Europe and Prehistory has an absolutely blinding exhibit on the Stone Age. Uh, do check it out. These bonuses are on the Stone Age. Do you just go to all the museums <laughs> in your class? It's quite easy to hack me in the... Um... Yes. <laughs> uh, which of the following is the oldest period of the Stone Age? Neolithic, Paleolithic or Mesolithic? Yeah, Great question. Really, really good question. Yeah. The middle one. You're absolutely right, Paleolithic. Yeah. Middle theory, isn't it? He can't say it. Uh, <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, number two. Stone Age staple Homo erectus were the first legends to conjure up a bit of fire. What does Homo erectus roughly mean? Um, man who stands. Yeah, I'll give you that. Upright man, well played. Uh, number three. The world-famous Lascaux Caves, home to some of the earliest cave paintings in the world, are in which country? Great caves. Yeah, oh, those caves are in Egypt. Absolutely wrong. Ah! France. It is France. Um, so Loz has 30 points, but Nick, you are back in as we Ooh, go. Need to pick for it up here. Question hey. three. 
Uh, name the year or the street in which the Great Fire of London began. Ooh, that looked dead level to me. I don't know. Was I? Am I wrong? Tight as a as a cat. Roll paper scissors. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Uh, two Ooh. scissors. Yeah. Nick I has blunted or crushed. Um, <laughs> pudding Lane. Pudding Lane. Yeah, absolutely. Sixteen. It is sixteen something, but sixteen sixty-five. Uh, well, I'd go for that one. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> but I would have been the pudding. <laughs> Yeah, Nick, if you were to pop into London's Piccadilly Market, you may well find yourself ducking into the enchanting Fossils of London, a shop specialising in fossils. Oh, yeah, school. <laughs> <laughs> These bonuses are on fossils. <laughs> Nick, firstly, for fossils to form, what do organisms' remains have to find themselves buried in? Is it A, shells, B, rocks, or C, sediment? Sediment. It is Sediment. Question the second. In which film are mosquito fossils used to make a theme park? Uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, that is correct. Or subsequent films from there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would have accepted two, three, and indeed four. <laughs> and upcoming five? No. Not out yet. If you were to rank the global primary sources of fossil fuel energy in terms of consumption, which order would you put coal, natural gas, and petroleum in? Good question. I'll try and... Uh, Ah, oh, going from most used to least used. Most used to least used. I'm going to leave it. it in that order. You leave it in that order, I think, just for ease. That's why I didn't put them in the right order, because I knew whoever had this would definitely do that. <laughs> it goes petroleum at 36%, coal 27.4%, natural gas 23 That's what I said. Didn't know that, Nick. <laughs> but you do get uh, 20 points there, playing Loz is 30. So 20 plays 30 as we go back into question four. Loz, you're back in. Are you ready? No, I'm ready. Excellent. Question four. This might be uh, one of old Benny's two niche questions, uh, but I don't think so, actually. Um, name one of the guest appearances on the Friends episode of The One With Ross's Wedding. Um, her name was... Oh. Going to have to press you. Going to have to press you. Oh, I can't get a name. I can picture it and I can hear it. Okay. Um, goes over to Nick. Uh, that's the uh, is it Fergie? Princess Michael Kent? Prince Ferguson? Sarah Ferguson? Is that Sarah, Duchess of York? Yeah. yeah. That is who it is, isn't it? Yeah. Sarah Ferguson. Yeah, you get that then. Nice. Yeah, well done. As, as I was who was the British comedian? I was thinking of the person who played his well, wife. We could have had Jennifer Saunders. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, well, Rich, Richard, Brant, Richard Branson was there. Hugh Laurie on the plane. Who was uh, his wife? Would that, would that not count it? Uh, Wasn't she a famous actress? I don't know, Emily. Helen Baxendale. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, you could have had, yeah, that was uh, yeah. Emily, yeah. Um, that is a good question. Yeah. But a tough thing. Still, you could have had Elliot Gould as well, um, as Jack Geller. Who actually got it on, oh, Nick? Yeah, well done. So, 30 plays 30. Nick, this is for you to streak ahead. Don't do it. <laughs> That's why I'm Okay, bonuses. Uh, London is host to a multitude of faiths. These questions are on religion. Uh, well, that the year three have covered this term. <laughs> Quite dark, was it, in year three? <laughs> areas of religion that got really intense. <laughs> Just a bit of everything. Yeah, right. In Islam, the Prophet Muhammad's name, when spoken, is usually followed by which four-letter phrase? Four-letter word phrase. Peace be upon him. Absolutely correct. Second, in the Christian story of creation, can you order these... Can you uh, order these into days three, four, and five? Okay, so you've got fish and birds, ground bodies of water and plants... And celestial bodies, i.e. sun, moon, stars, planets. Uh, them, then the sea, then the animals. So you've gone sun, moon, 
Set your bodies, then yeah. the thing with like sea and stuff, and then the birds and shit. Yeah, that would be the sensible order, wouldn't it? But you're wrong. Day three was ground, dry ground bodies of water and plants. Day four was sun, moon, and stars, etc. Day five was fish and birds. When were creepy things that creepeth? There's no way of knowing. <laughs> Question three. The UK has the world's fourth largest Sikh population. Other than India, can you name two other countries in the top 14? <laughs> Makes sense. Um, um, Pakistan and Bangladesh. You got Pakistan. Bangladesh is not there. Oh, um, you could no. also have had the United States, Canada, Malaysia, Australia, Italy, Thailand, United so. Arab Emirates, oh. Philippines, Germany, New Zealand, Singapore. You were thinking top eighteen, weren't you? Mm. You were thinking top, top eighteen. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm only five ahead. What? Yes, five ahead. Wow. What's that bizarrely vague thing I used to do? Where I just say to with you. Yeah. <laughs> used to do. That's why it won't be coming up next episode. <laughs> no, what was that thing I used to do? I'm so crazy, right? Every single quiz. <laughs> it was just uh, the age of someone you had no idea. Yeah, of course. Uh, so this is absolutely huge then. Hey, um, hold on a sec, man. Yeah, fingers on buzzers for question five. I'm in. Lodge, you're back in. Are you ready? Mm. Nick, are you ready? Always. Good. Which British punk rock band sang the song London Calling? Dead Heat. Dead Heat again, I think. Yep. Another rock, paper, scissors. Probably for the quiz. Mm. Hope I don't clash too much three. over this. Oh, it's a reversal of the last one where uh, this time Loz had the rock uh, smashing Nick's scissors to smithereens. I think it was the clash. It was the clash. Well done. And with that, the quiz. Um, but just to celebrate, enjoy these bonuses, Loz. Oh, I get you. London Grammar are a band with a name deriving from London. I'm not proud of these bonuses, but here they are. Uh, they are on year three grammar. <laughs> they might be quite tough. Um, what is a fronted adverbial? <laughs> that is an interesting question. Loz, professional cell editor. Yeah. Well, then. I'll say um, an adverb finishing an L-Y. What is your year three? No, it does involve... Um, There's a phrase where, the, where, where two words where an, an adverb precedes a verb. I can't give you that. Yeah. A fronted verb is, a, wor- is um, a word or phrase at the beginning of a sentence, crucially, and it's used to describe the action that follows. So you are right that it um, precedes... Uh, a verb, but it has to be the beginning of the sentence, crucially. Can I have an example, please? To be sure, uh, before the sun came up, um, or as fast as she could, behind the desk, the way you'd start a sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, You see what I mean? So it's a descriptor. Don't mind it. Lovely stuff. Um, Yeah, okay, these might, hopefully this will be easier. Um, What, I'm glad we didn't finish with this. I know, I'm really glad. And you had to get one of these for the win. (laughs) Okay, what is the preposition in the following sentence? The cheese on the counter looked particularly mouldy. Um, cheese on. On? It is on. Well done. Preposition being um, uh, some a description of where something is or when something is. And find the pronoun in the following sentence. Oliver, they took the lot, mate. <laughs> nice. Oliver. It's not oh, Oliver, no, that would no, be a proper noun. noun, wouldn't it? Lots, lots yeah, be lots. No, no, they. Yeah. Pronoun yeah. replaces a they. noun. <laughs> if you let me finish. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> okay, well, that was an, a, a lovely way to God, uh, that would have been savage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got on, you got on, it'd be fine. Uh, well done, Lars, who takes the, the quiz. Um, fabulous. Huh? Well, um, I've had a blinding time. Um, it's really great to be back. You know, w- welcome back, everyone. Uh, yeah. Next week... 
we sort of hit the last two chapters, we start to round things off, left it on a cliffhanger, we might find something out next week, mm. hopefully. Any any uh, sneak previews? Who's next? Lost. And things, um, things unravel, Ben. Things unravel. Okay. Well, there you go. Until then. Bye. See ya. You're welcome to all our new listeners. <laughs>